life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are grateful. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. In this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. When I'm teaching my classes, I like to explain to people, of the doctors that are there, that ozone is essentially exercise in a bottle. As soon as it gets into the human body, it immediately reacts. That's the core idea to understand. So it's a very powerful sort of deal that... I think it's so underutilized. People don't think about, hey, I'm going to drink, you know, 10, 16 ounces of heavily ozonated water three times a day. That's a powerful therapy. Hey, everyone. I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks, and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. So, Dr. Schellenberg, I appreciate you uh, hanging out and coming on the show. Okay, it's, uh, it's it's good to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. <laughs> thank you, thank you. As we were talking about earlier, I've got I've got bursting with energy, which is an amazing book, and uh, I've read it a few times. It was I went through my own health crisis, and your book helped shift my focus to the mitochondria mm, yeah, from okay. trying to just hack my diet and hack nutrition and everything like that. And there's um, there's a lot of people today that are dealing with accelerated aging and infections. So, um, but a lot of them aren't even aware of ozone as a therapy option. So I thought we could talk about some of the ways that you've pioneered bioenergy testing, what ozone is, who it's for, and, uh, and all those fun things if you're up for it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> so for the people who aren't familiar with, with ozone as a therapy, what is it? How do you describe it when people ask? Well, um, okay. So, um, well, first of all, ozone is uh, three oxygen atoms. So it's pure oxygen. And uh, you want to understand that first. It's not pollution. Uh, It's formed in pollution, but it's not pollution. It's absolutely pure oxygen. And that's why we can use it medically. There's no toxicity uh, associated with it other than to to the degree that pure oxygen can be toxic, which is possible. Um, but uh, normally the oxygen that we're breathing in the air is two oxygen atoms. They call that O2. Yep. Uh, and that's if you go to the hospital and they're giving you oxygen, that's what they're giving you. You're breathing O2. It's pure O2. In the air that we breathe, uh, the oxygen levels is tw- about 20%. Um, uh, but th- that's two oxygen atoms. And the reason oxygen exists like that is because a single oxygen atom can't exist in nature by itself. It doesn't have enough electrons. It's not balanced. So all molecules have to be balanced. They have to have the right amount of electrons. And one uh, one oxygen atom doesn't have that. So what it does is it gets together with another oxygen atom. They share electrons. And that's a very stable molecule. 
and, and your body can use it, but it's very stable. It doesn't change. It doesn't interact. It, well, it, it will react with things like it will cause rust, for example, but it's very slow reacting. What we do with what ozone is, is it's three oxygen atoms um, instead of two. So that means you've got three oxygen atoms sharing the same amount of electrons that make two oxygen atoms stable. In essence, it's an unstable molecule. There's not enough electrons in there. And what very quickly happens, and by that I mean in a matter of, uh, say, 10, 20 minutes, the ozones will turn back into O2s. The O3s will go back into O2s because they're unstable molecules. But that's the instability of ozone that makes it so powerful. Because if I take oxygen and put it into your body and use it in some of these applications we're going to talk about, nothing much happens. It just sort of sits there. It doesn't do much. Because it's a stable molecule. It doesn't need to react. It's very slow reacting. Ozone's very fast reacting. So it's kind of like oxygen on steroids. <laughs> and it doesn't have enough electrons, and it's immediately going to react. So like, for example, I'll just give you an example. One of the things that we can do with ozone, it's probably the, most, uh, probably the most popular way of using it, is we take the patient's blood into a bottle or into a bag. We inject ozone, which, by the way, is a gas. It's not a liquid. We inject that gas into the bag or bottle with the blood, and then they interact. It instantaneously interacts with the blood. If I were to inject oxygen in the blood, it would take maybe 30 minutes for it to react. But also it instantaneously reacts with the blood and in fact is gone within a matter of uh, seconds. And what's formed in the blood now is uh, the reaction products from that reaction with the ozone. And it's those reaction products that cause all the good things that we're going to talk about. We call those things ozonides. That's the term, oz O-N-I-D-E-S. Ozonides refers to all the various, and there's hundreds of them, but all the various reaction products that are formed when ozone interacts with human tissues. Like, for example, in this case, we're talking about blood. And then we just turn around and run that blood back into your body. And these ozonides run around your body and create all these effects we're going to talk about. But we can also take ozone. We can inject it into your bladder. We can put it into your ear. We can inject it in around your teeth. We can uh, really basically put it anywhere and do all kinds of stuff with it. But it, it, as soon as it gets into the human body, it immediately reacts. That's the core idea to understand. And then these reaction products called ozonides begin to mediate all the effects of the ozone. So if I'm hearing you right, it goes far beyond you have an O3 molecule that goes into the body and breaks apart into oxygen and then a single, you know, reactive oxygen molecule. There's a lot more happening with these ozonides. Yeah, in fact, it doesn't break into a single reactive molecule. Technically speaking, what happens is that it immediately reacts with a carbon molecule with double bonds to get technical but it immediately reacts with, say, cell membranes. That's the most common thing it's going to react to, cell membranes. But the idea, the concept is, no matter where we put it, whether it's in the bladder, in a vagina, in a rectum, in the blood, no matter what, in, in, into a knee or a shoulder, wherever, it instantaneously reacts and forms these products 
Now, those products can hang around in that area for days to weeks. And while they're there, they're doing all these things we can talk about. But it's not singlet oxygen because it's important to kind of understand that because some of our listeners might know that singlet oxygen is pretty darn toxic. You don't actually want that. But these products, these ozonides that we're talking about, they're not toxic. They're very well received. And they have all these fantastic effects across the board. There's so many effects that they have. And we could talk about all this uh, that you can start to understand why this particular therapy is valuable in virtually every medical condition you're going to talk about. It's not just one medical condition. It, it, it's, it could be an infection. It could be cancer. It could be heart disease. The list goes on and on. Uh, and, and the reason is because the effects that these, that these uh, ozonides create really undo the effects that cause us to get sick in the first place. So that brings us around to, well, why do we get sick in the first place? What's that all about? Yeah, is, Which, it, to me, is, it, is it immune senescence? And this well, is getting rid of senescent cells? To me, this is a more important question. The, the more important question is not how do we get well after we get sick. The more important question is how do we not get sick? Yeah. I mean, obviously, right? Right. So, so uh, when, when you study why it is that you get sick, you understand that it's not an external event that makes you sick as a rule. Now, there's going to be some exceptions, but we're not talking more or less about chronic uh, type of illness. For example, it's, uh, it's, it's not a germ, for example, that's right. going to make you sick. Uh, the germ is just the triggering event. You know, so, so what happens is that we get into a condition whereby our systems that are designed to protect us, the body is designed to have all these systems that protect us. You know, obviously people know about the immune system. There's the endocrine system, there's nervous system, but all the, what these systems do is they regulate us, they protect us. So when we get stressed out, whether it's from a virus or a bacteria or a bad night's sleep or trauma or, you know, poison, whatever the thing that's stressing us, we have systems designed to protect us. So in essence, the reason we get sick is those systems aren't working that well. Now, it's true. You know, if the stress is just overwhelming, even if the systems are working well, it's not going to protect you. So if you take a needle, for example, that's contaminated with all kinds of bacteria, stick it in your arm and shoot yourself up with it, you're probably going to have a problem, even if your systems are working well. Probably have a few problems. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but for the for the things that are like commonly around us, the common traumas we have, the common stresses we have, whether emotional, physical, the allergies, the levels of toxicity that are in the environment, the various bacteria, all that kind of stuff. For all that, we should have systems that are operative to the point that we never have a problem that we end up dying of old age, whatever that would be. And we don't like die of a viral infection. We don't die of a heart attack. We don't die from cancer. Ideally, if those systems are working. And the thing that the readers want to understand is that the underlying reason they don't work is this lack of uh, uh, the ability for the body to utilize oxygen properly. It's tied to oxygen. 
That's, that's what you call your, your oxygen efficiency, right? Yes. So that's oxygen efficiency. And so, you know, just kind of understanding this, if you understand that the reason we get sick in the first place is because we're not using oxygen properly. Ozone makes us use oxygen properly. Ergo, ozone is like the treatment for virtually everything that could go wrong with you. And how, how does it do that? Is, is that through the membrane? Yes. So what happens is these ozonides uh, trigger off mechanisms in the mitochondria that make the mitochondria work better. Just so you probably understand this, but just so, the, so all the listeners understand, um, all that oxygen that we take in, it's fascinating. You know, it's really interesting when you think about it, because most of the stuff that we take in, if it's a vitamin or it's a mineral or whatever it is, it has a multiplicity of things that it does. Oxygen is totally different. It only does one thing. It doesn't have 20 different things that it does. Also, all that oxygen that we're taking in, it's only got one purpose. It's a very high energy molecule. It goes into our systems in, and it finds its way down into our cells. It pops into the cells. Once it's in the cell, it runs around looking for these little bubbles called mitochondria. There's thousands of them in each cell. Once it finds a little mitochondria, it jumps in there. And in there is kind of where the miracle of life takes place. Because what happens is in your mitochondria, you are able to extract that energy from oxygen. You can extract the energy. You can harness the energy. And that's the energy that your body uses to keep you alive and keep you functioning well. And, and, is, that, and is that cellular respiration? Yes. So that would be called cellular respiration, mitochondrial function. Absolutely. Energy production. Uh, and this, so this is what goes on. And uh, now, so what, the problem is, what if you don't do that efficiently? Yeah. And what can mess that up for people? Yes. So, uh, well, one thing that messes it up is having birthdays. <laughs> the cake? Yeah. The more, no, not the cake. Well, the cake is probably not so good. But just having the dang birthday. Just getting the older. Birth, the more birthdays you have, technically speaking, unless you're doing something about it, which is, you know, what we want to be doing, incidentally. But unless you're doing something about it, the more birthdays you have, the less efficiently you're going to do this. And so at some point in your life, you're, you're going to be taking the oxygen in, but you're not getting all the energy out of it. Yeah. And you're becoming like that, you know, the ever ready bunny thing where the battery's going bad <laughs> and nothing, and things start breaking down. Things don't work well. You get sick, you get injured, you don't recover from the injury, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And you're, how, how young are you, Dr. Schellenberger? I am uh, 72 now. 72. So, I mean, you look like you're in your, your fifties and that's probably only because of the, <laughs> only because of the white, um, <laughs> But like you're, you're a huge inspiration to me and a lot of people because you practice what you preach and it obviously works. I, I get your it newsletter does. and see yeah. you cranking out books and everything you're doing in your supplement line. I'm like, Dr. Schellenberg is in his 70s and he's doing more than I am. Like, <laughs> it's, clear, it's clearly working. So I, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, love to, uh, I'd love to kind of get into some of the ways that people, who needs ozone? Who needs mm -hmm. it the most? Okay, so um, when I'm teaching my classes, I like to explain to people, uh, the doctors that are there, that ozone is essentially exercise in a bottle, okay? So uh, if somebody comes to see me and they're sick and run down, probably what I'm not going to do is tell them to start training for a marathon. 
Yeah, right. Because they can't. They're sick. They got problems. But what exercise does is very similar to what we're talking about here. It uses oxygen, so it's slower reacting. It's not as powerful, but it's the same basic system. As you exercise more and more, especially if you're exercising efficiently, you're going to improve your mitochondrial function. You're going to improve your overall energy production. And what, what all the listeners want to ask themselves is, how many times have they heard in their life, like just in their friends and in their acquaintances, how many times as one of their friends or acquaintances who's been a top athlete, I don't care what age, you know, a top athlete, top athletic condition gets sick. How many times has that person come down with cancer? How many times has that person come down with diabetes? How many times have they died of a heart attack? How many times do they have an autoimmune disease? The answer is pretty darn rare. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're living among the longest of, of everyone. Yeah. And it's simple. So it's just they, they are exercising, they're in top condition, and that means that their body's utilizing oxygen very efficiently because they've trained it to. And, and that's why they don't get sick. So, so who, you, 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 know, you ask the question, who can use ozone? The people that can use ozone are the people that aren't like that, you know, that have been mis in a misguided kind of way, have uh, not exercised, you know, have had too many birthdays, and they're in lousy shape, and you know things aren't. They probably don't eat well. Maybe maybe they don't sleep well. Maybe they're stressed out. Whatever the deal is, uh, but they end up in this condition where they're not utilizing oxygen efficiently, and they're eventually going to get sick from that. And that's where ozone can start to turn that around. And you know, ideally, I would like to get somebody like that before they get the cancer, before they have the heart attack, and start giving them ozone then. We and call this their immune system's been potentially yeah, weakened by chemotherapy. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah, before they have all these things and, yeah. and treat them at that point. But if I can't get them before and prevent the deal, you know, the next best thing is I get them after, after they're already sick and, you know, try and pull them out of it. Yeah. And what is, what's your go-to, is it the major autohemotherapy that you mentioned earlier where you pull the blood and I think... If, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Your protocols is 12 sessions in six weeks, right? As like an initial. Yeah. Yeah. And so pretty much everyone from what I'm hearing could benefit from that. Yeah. You know, in a perfect world, that's what would happen. It's a little, it's a little expensive for some folks, right? You're looking at like a hundred or 200 bucks a session. Yeah. It depends on, you know, where you live. If you're in a you know higher market, like, like Manhattan, it's going to be maybe 300 bucks. If you're out in Carson city, it's going to be like a, you know, 120 or something like that. So, it, but it's in that kind of a zone. And Carson city is where your clinic's at, right? That's where I'm at. Yeah. And we're kind of, it's more rural. It's up in the mountains and such. Nice. So anyone, anyone that's in the Nevada area. Um, yeah. Come on over. It's like right next to Lake Tahoe. It's a beautiful area. Get, get, get ozone from uh, the man himself. Beautiful. So is that, um, and, and what conditions are you seeing in these people who aren't utilizing oxygen efficiently? Are you seeing candida parasites, virus, uh, viruses? Um, what, how do you see this manifesting itself? In, in, until people like hit that point where they're like, all right, I'm sick. I know I am. I don't know what's wrong, but I'm going to Dr. Schallenberger to get it fixed. You know, the things that we see mostly are chronic infections. Uh, a lot of Lyme, for example, Lyme disease, 
but a lot of herpes, um, hepatitis, mostly mostly Lyme and herpes, but they're chronic infections. Um, the other thing we see a lot of is chronic uh, chronic um, uh, injuries or chronic pain conditions. So bad knees, bad hips, bad shoulders, bad backs, bad necks, things that people have injured, but they just won't get well. So it's kind of like a chronic injury. We'll see a lot of that. We see, of course, cancer, and we see heart disease. Those would be the, the four probably main deals that probably constitute 90% of, of what we deal with. Yeah, I, um, I owe you a, a thanks, too, because I had a nagging pain on the inside of my right elbow, um, just doing too many pull-ups, and, and my body clearly wasn't recovering. After years, I went and did your prolozone, and I did four treatments. That's it. And we just, you know, spaced them out a little bit more between each one. One of the the, the practitioners that I saw, Dr. Mm. Stavanovic in Chicago, she studied with you. Nice. Okay, good and for her. Yeah, so I went and saw Zofia Stavanovic, and that was where yeah. I got major autohemotherapy and, and did the prolozone. Four treatments, gone. Hasn't come back since. Yeah, it's amazing. When, you, when it gets in there, it stimulates these healing mechanisms. And yeah. you heal a lot faster. So when you were creating prolozone, how... <laughs> Was there an epiphany moment? When does that hit you in the bathtub? It's a funny kind of story. Uh, what it was is I went to Germany in the early 80s. And Germany, as you probably know, is the hotbed of this. This is where all this really came about. Even though the history of ozone therapy goes back to the point where in the uh, late 1800s, early 1900s, this was an established medical therapy in the United States. It was created by Tesla, right? Well, Tesla was very much involved in it. Tesla created the first, actually built a factory that made the first uh, ozone generators for medical use in 1905. So we have a very rich history in this. Uh, Germany is basically the hotbed, though. Germany is the one that picked this up and really, really took it all the way. And they got the best ozone generators back in the 50s and 60s. And uh, so I went to Germany in the 80s and uh, learned about this and uh, and i came home and one of the things i learned about is they said if you have somebody with rheumatoid arthritis and you inject ozone into the joint that's being affected um that it will clear that up and um so sure enough i got home and and somebody walked in the door and she had a bad case of rheumatoid i shot her knees up and she got better and about two weeks later her neighbor wanders in says, you know what, I've got bad knees too. I want you to do what you did to my neighbor because she's so much better. And then I argue with her a little bit. I said, yeah, but she's got rheumatoid. You've got osteoarthritis. This is a degenerative condition. This is not like an infection. Ozone clears up infections. So you, it, you are of the thought that rheumatoid arthritis is based on a bacterial infection? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no question. Okay. All, the auto, all the autoimmune diseases, almost all of them are based on an infection. Now, that's why ozone works, because it knocks out the infection. But anyway, um, so she, I argued with her a little bit. I said, you know, I don't know. It might even make you worse. It, you know, it, it does this oxidizing thing, and you've got degenerative, uh, you know, meniscus in there. Your cartilage all degenerated. Maybe I'll make it worse. I don't really know. And so she said, she said, you know, uh, look, man, I can hardly walk anyway. I don't really care. They, all they want to do is do an operation on me anyhow. So if, it's, if, if you make a worse big deal, I don't really care. So finally I said, okay, let's give it a try. So I shot her up with ozone, dang if it didn't get better. 
This was back in like the or mid 80s, early mid 80s. Was it one session or multiple? Yeah, well, it was once she came back. I told her, come back in a week. Let's see how you're doing. And she said, I'm much better, but I need another one. So I gave her another one. And this is what started it out. And, you know, and, and all I knew at that time was something good was happening. The pain that this, this woman was having, and then subsequently other people came in. And what I learned was every time somebody has pain, it doesn't hardly matter where it is, whether it's in the shoulder, the hip, the neck, the back, where if they have pain, if I inject ozone in there, the pain goes away. Now, I didn't really know why. Yeah. Uh, all I knew is this, this is just what happens. So, you know, I just got to get these people come in with all these painful conditions. And I, t- t- frankly, I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew was, is the ozone's not good. It's not going to hurt them. Yeah. It's no side effects. They don't have to sign a, a, you know, a 12 page informed consent. There's no informed consent. Uh, and, and, and the pain goes away. It's what you knew what you were doing. You knew it would work. We just weren't as clear on the mechanism, similar to me thinking it broke, broke off and there was a single oxygen molecule in the body, right? Yeah. Well, you know, that's the funny thing about doctors, you know, in in a, you know, we're always, we always want to know what works, but doctors are kind of funny. Uh, even they're even more interested in how it works. Yeah. So if you go to a conventional doctor and you say, hey, look, dude, this works. I'm fixing knees with this. And you can't tell him how it works. He's probably not going to pay any attention to you. Yeah. It's the same with herbs and all the other natural stuff. If, if you can't really explain to him in a technical kind of way how it works, he doesn't care if it works. It's, it's ass backwards, but that's just the way it is. But the interesting thing is when all this is going on, I called up a couple of the pain specialists in town. We have a couple up in Reno there that, you know, very experienced chronic pain doctors. And I asked them, what causes pain? Because I'm fixing it. And the funny thing was, they said, ah, we don't know. (laughs) And I'm thinking, wait, that's like a cardiologist telling me that he doesn't know what causes a heart attack. I mean, what's up with that? You're the specialist. And and the, the reality is times really haven't changed. If you... That was like 25 years ago. But if you talk to a doctor these days, a pain specialist, and ask them what causes pain, for the most part, they have no idea still. Yeah, it's, it's similar to, you know, how do we make energy? Some people be like, uh, ATP, the mitochondria make ATP. But there's yeah. like, we don't really know that well. What happens while we sleep? We don't really know, <laughs> you know, exactly what's going on there. And we assume that we're always at, at this golden yeah. age where we understand everything and nothing's left to be discovered. And, and we understand actually so little. Yeah. <laughs> and even the stuff we think we know, we probably don't know it right. Half of it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's a funny type of deal. But when I, you know, after a while, I'm thinking, okay, look, nobody knows what causes pain. But I can tell you one thing. Shooting oxygen into the area makes it go away. So it must have something to do with oxygen. That yeah. seems to pretty obvious to me. So then I thought, started thinking, well, how, what's the deal in there? What is this ozone doing? Well, the ozone's creating these ozonides. The ozonides then upregulate the mitochondria. So I thought, you know, this must have something to do with mitochondria. And then I reflected on the fact that the people with chronic pain, they're mostly all older people. Every now and then you'll see a younger person, but that's usually when they had a bad plane wreck or something like that. 
the old the, it's, and and older people the ones have the most birthdays. So you know you start to put the two and two together, and you start understanding. Yeah, what's happening here is that in that person's knee or their shoulder or whatever they have this chronic, they had some initiating uh, trauma in there, but because they're mitochondria in that area weren't working well, they could never get over the trauma. They could never repair. And what I'm doing is just shooting oxygen in there, upregulating their repair mechanisms, and bingo, they get well. Yeah. And, and there's applications for this across the board, not just for people dealing with chronic disease, but like if I was a professional athlete, especially yeah. an, an endurance athlete, um, I'm going to be able to train much harder and have much better oxygen utilization if I'm regularly utilizing ozone, right? You will, you will heal up so much faster, even as a young person. Um, older people are going to respond better because they're, they're worse off. But, but young people, especially these athletes, absolutely. Uh, if, they, uh, if, uh, if I have an athlete that gets injured, uh, like sprain something or, you know, like a bike racer that maybe has something that's interfering with a hamstring or something like that. If I inject that, that person will heal up easily two, three times faster than they would if I didn't. Yeah. And we do all this other thing, you know, do the physical therapy, you know, we might give NSAIDs or whatever we're doing, but you throw ozone into that picture and all of a sudden it's a game changer. Yeah. So what are you seeing happening in the body? I mean, you mentioned the mitochondria and oxygen efficiency. Is it also improving the immune system through different mm -hmm. mechanisms or is it through the same mechanisms? How does that work? So that's another interesting deal. And, and this is a great question because uh, if a doctor's asking me this, I can now come up with real mechanisms. I could tell them actually how it works because a guy named Velio Bacci professor of medicine in Siena, Italy. Um, I learned about him in the early 90s. He got onto ozone therapy because some of his colleagues were using ozone in Italy there to successfully treat patients with chronic hepatitis. And Dr. Bacci is a, a world-class cytokine expert. Cytokines are C-Y-T-O-K-I-N-E-S. These are molecules that regulate the way the immune system works. And, and inflammation, right? Most, well, yeah, they actually, they do regulate inflammation and inflammation being part of the way the immune system works. But they're immune system regulators. Our bodies, our, our immune systems work based upon how these mitochondria affect the, affect the white cells. So Bocci's a world-class expert who published lots of papers on cytokine research. That was his whole deal, cytokine research. So when you heard about the chronic hepatitis getting better, he reasoned, this ozone must be doing some cytokines. So over the next 10 years or so, he published something like 20 different research papers on how ozone affects cytokines and the immune system. And it's absolutely astounding. It's remarkable the work he's done. We now very clearly know that when ozone interacts with the immune system, it uh, stimulates by a factor of anywhere from three to uh, say 20 times, it stimulates the way the immune system uses these cytokines. And that's why it, uh, it, you can cure chronic infections that otherwise can't be cured. That's why it's so helpful with uh, immune-related conditions, for example, cancer, because of the cytokine stimulation effect. And that, and then our own immune system is what kills 
the viruses, the bacteria, yeah. and some of these other infections. So it's not the ozone, which is, and I've seen this talked about a lot. They'll they'll, they'll say that it, the the O three dismutates into O two in a single oxygen molecule, and that single molecule kills stuff. That's not happening at all. Not at all. That's totally bogus. <laughs> Got nothing to do with that. I have to check Absolutely my book. Absolutely not. Make sure that didn't get into my book. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> All right. So, so it works through the immune system. Yeah. I mean, you, you figure it. And, and so here, here's how it works. Um, so so you, you got a cell, an immune system cell, and they're running around your body surveilling everything. And when they see some sort of germ there, uh, they'll, they'll interact with that germ by producing a cytokine. So just for example, I'll say they're going to produce gamma interferon, for example. That's one of the cytokines that people probably have heard about. Or they're going to get, uh, produce this gamma interferon, and this is going to affect how they regulate that particular bacteria. If you expose that same white cell to some, uh, some of these ozonides that I was talking about, it can produce three to four times more gamma interferon. Oh, wow. So, so it upregulates the immune system. Now, in a younger person with a really strong immune system, this may not be a big deal. Um, let's face it, younger people, as a rule, unless something's off, they don't really die from viral infections. They don't die from all this stuff. It's the older group. And why is that? That's because as you get older, typically your immune system it becomes less operative. It's less functional. And, and that doesn't mean that viral infections can't wipe out a young person though, right? With, with chronic fatigue or through some of those other channels where they're like, I feel off, I'm exhausted in the morning, I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of other issues we're not talking about here, but, but it just for people to understand, you know, why it is, for example, that older, you know, if you hear about like the last flu, it killed what, 700 people or something. And, you know, they're almost always either really old people or really like young babies, young infants with, uh, with malformed immune systems. You know, you and I, and well, I'm old, but you know, you're younger people that, uh, you know, have pretty good immune systems, that those viral infections don't typically kill those guys off. But that's why ozone works so well with chronic infections, because the definition of a chronic infection is it's going to happen in somebody whose immune systems aren't producing enough cytokines. If their immune systems were producing enough cytokines, they wouldn't have the chronic infection. Is this the first intervention you use with people that are dealing with, say, Lyme? Do you go right to the, the, the major autohemotherapy? Absolutely. Do you else? Yeah. So, so we, can, we go straight to, uh, straight to MAH, but uh, we've made our autohemotherapy. Now, there's other things, and I want the audience to understand that Lyme is a multi-system disorder. It's not just an infection. If it were just an infection, say, like herpes, Somebody's got chronic herpes. It's really just an infection as a rule. MAH will totally take care of it. End of story. If they've got hepatitis, typically it's just an infection. But Lyme is a multi-system, multi-organ problem. And that requires a whole lot of other stuff besides the ozone therapy. But basically, the ozone therapy will take care of the infectious aspect of it. And, and what are some of those other things? Because I know Lyme can be one of the more tricky uh, conditions to treat. Is it, is it mitochondrial dysfunction exacerbated by antibiotics? What else are we seeing here? Okay, so it's interesting. Um, and I'm going to just put this out there uh, because really patients with Lyme, in my opinion, should not be getting antibiotics. Number one, 
the reason they have the Lyme disease is not because they're antibiotic deficient. That's not, that's not fixing anything. Number two, any Lyme disease experts will tell you, you can't kill all the Lyme from with an antibiotic anyway. Mm -hmm. So, so, and, and the problem with these antibiotics is after you're on these antibiotics for a, a modicum of time, not even that long, now you have a chronic fungal infection throughout your body. And that may be even worse than the Lyme. So these Lyme patients, if they've been treated with antibiotics, one of the things you have to understand is they now have chronic fungal infections. And you got to deal with that. The other is they're like totally stressed out with their adrenals. You have to very aggressively treat the adrenal gland. Most of them have um, imbalances in their nervous system, in the uh, what we call um, neurotransmitters in their nervous system because the Lyme affects that and they have all these imbalances. You got to treat the nervous system. Almost all of them have toxicity in their gut and you have to treat the toxicity in their gut. Often they have toxicity in their sinuses and teeth. So you got to look at that. Uh, their livers are usually congested. They're not working all that great. So you got to like <laughs> examine liver sorts of issues. Uh, very often they have toxicity issues around like chemicals certainly the drugs. A lot of these antibiotics that doctors use, they're, they're, they're toxic to the liver, they're toxic to the heart. And uh, so th th basically these guys have multi-system disorders. And the problem with that particular, pro that particular condition is if you don't treat all the systems, they only get marginally better. You have to treat everything. Ozone Really, I mean, if you stop and think about it, we talked a little bit about the anti-infectious nature of ozone therapy, but also it improves circulation, it improves liver detoxification, it cleans out the gut, you can inject it into teeth, you can inject it into sinuses to clear up the teeth and the sinuses. It does just about everything except strongly regulate the uh, nervous system. It helps with the nervous system, but then you got to use some other things with that. It almost fixes everything. But you do have, it doesn't help the adrenals. So you got to come in really strong with the adrenals. But if you do all this stuff, you'll get some good results. Yeah, that's, so I was originally diagnosed with Lyme. And then really? before I kind of went, uh, went on my own path, I did a year of antibiotics, just, you know, having those mitochondria repeatedly kicked between the legs and, um, and, and wasn't getting better, was getting worse and, and dealing with the candida and small intestinal yeah. bacterial overgrowth and like all the other things that those antibiotics open up the door for. And, um, and then in kind of working through a lot of these things, that was, that was what got me into biohacking was like, I was Humpty Dumpty, everything was broken. And it was like one at a time putting them back together. And I remember the first treatment I got of major audiotherapy after, after reading a number of your books, um, even just doing it in the blood. I'm walking out of there. A, I was almost euphoric. I mm. felt like the words were just quickly coming to me. I was, it was like I was hyped up on caffeine without the weird jitteriness. I was just like really excited to be alive. And then my nose was clear. <laughs> and I'd been kind of stuffy before. And I didn't even inject it into the sinuses. We just took out blood, put it in there, ran it through the UV blood radiation machine with Dr. Stavanovic, put it back in. And I was like, there's something here. This is incredible. Why yeah. aren't more people doing this? Exactly. Yeah. Why not? Hopefully we'll get the word out. Yeah, definitely. And then you have, um, how do you use ozone? In, in our clinic, um, 
you know, we have, we have the IV room where we're, where we're doing the major auto therapy process we've just been talking about. Uh, for people that don't have very good veins and you need a pretty good vein to do that, uh, we can ozonate a water and then infuse the water in. So we have a way to infuse ozonated water into the patient. So we'll do that. These are both blood sorts of treatments. Oh, so that's not drinking the ozonated water. That's actually... We do that too. Okay. <laughs> no, no that's, that's the ozonated water is going straight into their vein. Huh. Okay. So that's what you can do if you got somebody that, for example, has a port. A lot of people with ports, we can't pull blood out of the port effectively to do a major auto. So, but we can get, the, get it in this way. Yeah. And then uh, we, have a, we have an ozone sauna in there where they sit in this little box with their head sticking out the top yeah. and we, you know, we heat it up and then pump ozone gas in the gas comes in transdermally. And then we have an ozone colonic, which huh. means that, uh, 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 for those that don't know what a colonic is, there's a tube in your rear end and, and water's flushing in and out through that tube, basically detoxifying your body through the colon by this constant flushing of water. But as that's going on, we're also flushing in ozone gas which is creating all these ozonides in the rectum, which immediately go to the liver and help the liver detoxify. And so that's a fantastic way to get also, we got the blood treatments in the IV room. We got the sauna, it goes transdermal treatments. We've got the um, intestinal treatments with the colonic. And then the last thing that we do is we'll inject ozone into different areas of the body wherever they're pro uh, problematic. So, for example, if you got a Lyme patient, we may be doing all four of those. You know, they may go into the one room, get the blood treatment, go over there to the sauna, sit in the sauna, get a transdermal treatment, go into the colonic room, get an intestinal treatment, then come in my office and I'll shoot up their neck and a couple of shoulders or wherever it's hurting with ozone or their bladder or whatever the deal is, and off they go. And we're, so we're, we're treating it with all these different ways. And sometimes that's what you need to do. A lot of ways to get this stuff into your body. Yeah, we, um, I've used major audio therapy. I have one of your, uh, one of the longevity machines right here. Okay. And um, I've used that for rectal insufflation at home. I'm not sure, I, I would be curious your thoughts on the efficacy of that procedure or, because um, I've, I've hesitated to, start doing major autohemotherapy at home. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> yeah, I figured it was, a, that, that, that may even be a little bit too, uh, too avant-garde. And you know, and, and kind of the point is, you're obviously in pretty good shape. I mean, you're a healthy guy. I can just, I can just see that. So, you know, you don't need the big guns. Little guns are going to work just fine for you. And, and what I was, I would say just, uh, you know, in a, like a rectal application and or a sauna application, would be more than enough. That's what I do. Yeah. You know, for example, I'll give, I'll give myself a rectal application one or two times a week. Okay. And I just do it as a matter of course, you know, and, uh, but you know, if, if somebody were really sick, they probably want to go see a doctor and get some um, major auto therapy and, and, and do it that way. Cause the rectal may not be adequate for them. Yeah. And that, so that would be, someone's really sick. Start out with the 12 sessions in six weeks of major autohemotherapy. Um, then, then they can go to rectal one or two times a week for maintenance. Yeah. yeah. Or sauna. Absolutely. Yeah. 
You, you made an amazing sauna recently. And I was one of uh, my friends, Drew Canoli, who owns Organifi. They make, they have, they're, they're an amazing supplement company with, with greens and other stuff. Okay. Um, and uh, he asked me, what was, what was the next biohack that I was going to get? I told him your sauna where you're also breathing straight oxygen. I saw that and I was like, yeah, this is, this is next level. That. And yep. he went and picked one up immediately and is like obsessed with it. Um, yeah, he, he loves it. So for people that are listening and, and want to check out uh, your stuff, is, is longevity, um, longevity resources the best place to do that? I think so. Yeah. You know, if, uh, if you can find a used German machine, those are great too. I yeah. mean, you can buy, a, uh, you can buy a, um, a brand new German machine. They're, they're yeah. a lot pricier, but I think for the average consumer out there that doesn't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on this, just wants to do it at home. I wrote a book, which you may know, called The Ozone Miracle. Yeah. And that particular book is specifically for lay people. And it's just one, two, three. This is how you do it. This is how you treat yourself at home and or your kids. And this is and it talks about just getting that one generator from longevity. And, and it's, you can do all these applications with it. And, and most of those applications uh, that you're suggesting, is it the rectal insufflation? Is that kind of the go-to for, for home use? Because you also have a book on home use, right? That, uh, well, that's it. Oh, that's, that's it, it, right. Yeah, yeah. The ozone miracle is the one for home use. Look, uh, you know what? Um, ozone water is a, uh, is a very power, I believe, a very powerful remedy. The, the, the issue is with ozone water, there's very little known about it. Uh, so which is one of the reasons I'm very excited uh, this coming May in Las Vegas. We're having a meeting of the American Academy of Ozone Therapy, and I'm running that meeting. And uh, we're going to have five or six world-class scientists there, a guy from Japan, a guy from Lebanon, and uh, then some of our local docs and dentists here in the United States, that uh, world-class researchers in the use of ozonated water. And this is a powerful therapy that has been more or less neglected uh, uh, because it seems so easy, I think, to a large extent. But ozonated water, you obviously you can drink it. You can put it into veins. You can do, a, a, you can do, do it as a sauna type of deal. You can soak in a tub of ozonated water and it gets absorbed through your skin. Uh, and so there's a lot of very interesting applications we're going to be talking about. But drinking ozone, you know, when, when, you, uh, when you ozonate water, there's actually gas in that water. It's like, you know, with a, a like carbonated drink, yeah. there's CO2 in there. Yeah. Right. So when you drink in a, a carbonated drink, you're drinking gas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you, when you drink ozonated water, you're drinking gas. You're actually drinking gas and it's going to get into your stomach. And as soon as it hits that warmth, bingo, the gas pops out instantaneously starts reacting with the gastric mucosa and the uh, small bowel mucosa, creating all these ozonides, bang, they get absorbed to the liver, get into the circulation. Here we go. So it's a very powerful sort of effect deal that, I think it's so underutilized. People don't think about, hey, I'm going to drink, you know, 10, 16 ounces of heavily ozonated water three times a day. That's a powerful therapy. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I'm just thinking right now, I should be using your machine for that. I have a water ozonator from soda that there's no way it's as powerful, but every morning start out with a glass of that and some molecular hydrogen. 
to, to mitigate okay. some of the, uh, the non-native EMF that, that we're all exposed to. Now, the hydrogen absolutely works with the ozone. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a push and pull deal. So if ozone's pulling you, hydrogen's pushing you. But they're both working, and they're very synergistic and very powerful. Just don't use them at the same time. Yeah. So okay. drink, your, drink your hydrogen water, wait maybe 10, 15 minutes, then drink your ozone water. Beautiful, beautiful. And that event that you mentioned, is that open to the public or is it practitioners only? No, anybody can actually come to it. And the fun thing that I like to tell people is uh, that when you're a doctor and, and you learn about ozone, you really don't have a clue. Yeah. I mean, this is, they don't, this is nothing they teach us in medical school. This is all brand new stuff for your average doctor. So the conferences understand that. All our speakers understand that. And they talk on a level that most beginners can understand. There may be some technical stuff that lay people don't know, like if they get into equations or something like that. Um, but mostly it's uh, we, a, lot, a fair number of lay people go to this because it's not that hard to understand. And, and where can people check out that event if they want, if they want to go and attend and learn more about this stuff? A, a, good, a good way for people to do a lot of things, like one, find out about that event. Two, find out about training sessions. Three, access the world's literature on ozone. Four, find a doctor who's been trained to use ozone. All that kind of stuff you can do at the American Academy of Ozone Therapy website. All that stuff is in there. AAOT.us? You got it. Yeah. Nice. So AAOT.us. Um, and Dr. Schellenberg, Ozone Miracle, is the, where's the best place for people to pick that up? Because that's, I mean, that's a reference guide for using this stuff at home and really exactly. taking, taking control of your health. Is, it, is that Amazon? Is there a better place for people to get it? Yeah. Amazon's where you get it. It's an Amazon book. Yeah. And I, I, I'm sure I'm pushing everything that you've done far harder than you are. I'm talking about your ozone machines. You're like, ah, you can get a German one if you want. But it's, it's because everything you put out is great. Second opinion newsletter is like, if you want to stay on top of the research and apply this stuff and, and, and what are the studies supporting various supplements, great place. Your book, Bursting with Energy, also amazing. Um, but the one that could probably have the biggest impact is, is that new one, the Ozone Miracle, yeah? Well, that, that's a paint-by-numbers book for lay people. Yeah. You know, I wrote one for doctors called The Principles and Applications of Ozone Therapy. That's, it gets more I technical, and it gets into stuff that probably lay people aren't going to do. Um, uh, also and, a great book. Yeah, it's a, it's a good book. I, a lot of lay people will understand that. Yeah. So, you know, we, again, we have to write down. Uh, we can't write at a very high level on this stuff because doctor would overwhelm most doctors. They just have not heard this stuff. Yeah. Compromise adoption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, Dr. Schaumburg, this is, this has been so fun. You're, you're a huge inspiration to me and like a living, breathing example of what, uh, what, what taking this stuff into your own hands and, uh, ozone and, and, um, for people that want to check out more of your stuff, where's the best place for them to start? Well, let's see. Um, you go, you go to my clinic website. Now, there's a lot. There's videos on there. There's a lot of videos I posted on there. Uh, it's actually a lot of videos I have on YouTube too, so they can access the YouTube. Just plug in my name, 
Uh, and then my, my uh, clinic website is easy to remember. It's anti-aging medicine. So antiagingmedicine.com access, uh, you know, fair amount of information and then you can get particular information. Like what do we do for herpes? What do we do for multiple sclerosis, blah, blah, blah. So they can get there. And, uh, like you mentioned the bursting with energy book, there's also a book called the type two diabetes breakthrough, uh, diabetes, uh, type two diabetes is sort of like the premier example of a chronic disease that's caused by mitochondrial dysfunction. It's like the, the classic example. And so uh, if people will, even if they don't have diabetes, even if they don't think they're going to get diabetes, if they read the book about how to prevent getting diabetes, that basically is the same as preventing every other problem you can have as you get older, from cancer to atherosclerosis, because it's the same ultimate process involved. You, you just had a light bulb go off over here. And I'm curious, so do you believe that you know, your fasted blood glucose is also correlated with mitochondrial function? No, not really. Okay. Uh, but you, you, you have to have the genetics to get to type 2 diabetes. Okay. You know, if you don't have the genetics, you can go out and eat candy all day long and be a big old fat guy that never exercises. You won't get diabetes. But if, if you're that guy and you have the genetics, bang, you get it. Uh, but the principle, the, the idea is if you're a big old fat guy eating sugar all day long, you may not get diabetes, but something's going to happen to you because you're compromising your mitochondria. Yeah, one of, one of the big three or four are going to Yeah, something's going to hit you. You're <laughs> not going to be a happy guy, ultimately. Beautiful. Dr. Schellenberger, this has been uh, an, an honor. I really appreciate Thank your time. You. I know you're a busy man. And, um, and you have a supplement line as well. Where can people check that out? Um, you, you can go to something called advancedbionutritionals.com. Advanced Bionutritionals, and Bionutritionals is plural. There's an S at the end of it, .com. And there's a lot of nice products in there. I have to say it's not my company. I, uh, I, do, uh, I do design a lot of the products in there, not all of them. I don't even endorse all of them, uh, but uh, that's a very good company. It's very reliable. Um, I, can tell, I can tell our listeners without a doubt that, you know, that company assays everything. They have the GMP designation. So it's, it's actually a good company, and they're really getting what they want to get. The other good thing about those guys is um, – if, if you buy something from that and you don't like what it's doing, they'll give you money back. It's a flat-out refund. So you can't hardly go wrong if you want to try something out. Awesome. Dr. Schellenberger, everyone listening, um, Ozone Miracle. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Second Opinion newsletter, Bursting with Energy, and, um, and, and a lot of what Dr. Dr. Schellenberger has put out. If you're dealing with pain, get yourself some, some Prolozone. And um, thank you. I appreciate your time, doctor. Thank you, Anthony. It's been great. Uh, and also, maybe we could do another one where we talk a little bit about that whole bioenergy testing thing and how you assay mitochondria. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's almost more critical than the ozone because that's the part we actually prevent yourself from getting ill. Yeah, that would be that. That'll be a great interview as well. I've had a number of clients get it, and uh, we've gotten some important diagnostic information Good. from All it. Right. Um, and, uh, and that can help a lot of people. So yeah, we'll do, um, we'll, we'll have to have you back and talk about bioenergy testing because a lot of people okay. want to know how their mitochondria are working and, and you don't get that from blood work. Can't, that's the only way you can find out by using that test. That's it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Schellenberg. Okay. Thanks, Anthony. Bye-bye. 
This episode is brought to you by Prove It Keto OS Exogenous Ketones. Now, many of you know that when you fast for around 24 hours or you follow a ketogenic diet, your body starts to produce ketones in the form of beta-hydroxybutyrate and acetoacetate. Now, we don't need to go into too much nerd speak, but what is really cool about Prove It Keto OS Exogenous Ketones is that you're able to get these same energy-producing ketone molecules in a drink form. And it's a delicious drink form that tastes like chocolate or orange dreamsicle. And these energy producing molecules improve mental clarity. They improve oxygen utilization during exercise and have a whole host of other benefits. You can get them charged with a little bit of caffeine for an extra lift if you tolerate caffeine, or you can get them without caffeine if you are sensitive to stimulants. I've also found them incredibly helpful in bridging the gap as the body transitions into a state of ketosis and making that whole shift a little bit more tolerable. So I have found them to be very, very helpful. A lot of my clients love them. Just be a little careful if you are sensitive to dairy um, starting out. But besides that, they're amazing and they're coming out with a dairy-free option very, very soon. So to learn more about them, go to biohacks.com. Prove it, P R U V I T now.com, and they have a free $14 or $15 sampler pack that you can get and see if they're a good fit for you. I use them just about every single day, and that website, one more time, is biohacks.pruvitnow.com. 